Welcome back, everyone, uh, to the Worst Fans in Baseball podcast. I am Tom, joined by Josh, and Ryan's back. Ryan, hello, Ryan, hello, hello. Ryan, we thought Ryan was dead um, from the last episode. We thought Nick came and got him, right, Josh? Oh God, how did I die? Yeah, I, um, I forgot. Yeah, how did he kill him? Well, <laughs> you you actually went on a search for Nick, I believe. Oh, that that's what it was. Yeah. All. Yeah. yeah, you were on a pilgrimage of sorts to uh, un- maybe uncover. You went to some national parks because lots of dead bodies like to wind up there. Yep. Um, you went to yeah. a Japanese little suicide forest. Mm-hmm. Mm. Had- Logan Paul. That had- was weird. Hashtag Took some pictures. him back. <laughs> you get some pictures. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan did you find so- Nick or uh, what happened, dude? <laughs> I didn't found Nick, um, but I did find God, you know. Oh. Um, yeah. We can't swear on this podcast anymore. No. Big. We're non-sinners Yahweh? now. We're going. Yeah, yeah, I thought we were going trad calf is what we were doing. So. Yeah. Yep. The father's son and Tony La Russa. <laughs> what God did you find? Christian God, Muslim God, Catholic God? I found a, a just like a, 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 a homeless man who just had some pretty good ideas, you know. That's who. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what if God was one of us? Exactly. And he was like, you yeah. know, God is a toilet, and I was like, you know what? You're probably you're probably right. You could be anybody. Yeah. I don't know about you, Muslims, but did your prophet smell like pee, like mine? I don't think so. Mine was a real man of the people. That's awesome. We found God on this podcast. We are now a Christian podcast. Oh. Ryan, we, um, uh, it's, I guess it's good you didn't go to the game with us because you would have had to bring us oil. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Dude. Dude. So Walmart did uh, make it right today. They, um, uh, they paid me like 300 bucks, which... With you know, the cost and labor to fix my car and the oil, um, they, I wanted to squeeze in for more uh, by lying, by saying we didn't make it to the game, by saying saying that these I tickets mean, cost X amount of money, but they requested receipts, and I think I think things could have got bad if uh, if I didn't if I didn't if 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 I insisted on taking more than what the receipts were. So I'm like, you know what? Even trade, possibly not. My car could just explode in the next week or two. But, yeah. But we had a tactical win there. Um, We didn't tell the best story of this trip for a reason. And we wanted you here to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) You made it here first, folks. Yep. so Ryan I've been told it's met. the machine. It's the machine, brother. It's the ritual. So, Ryan, have you met my friend Mark? You've met Mark. Yeah, yeah, I met Mark. Yeah, he talks like this. He tells the evil jokes. Hey, everybody. Sings very well. So, uh, Josh, have you met Mark? Uh, No, I don't think. I saw him do uh, stand-up at an open mic once, but that was it. Okay, so... I get a call from uh, Tyler and Thor. I get a call from the boys, and uh, they're on the car, on the speed, on, on uh, you know, going through the car, and uh, they say, "Hey, dude, have you heard about Mark's uh, new device called the machine?" And I'm like, "No. Would you like to share it with me and two complete strangers?" And of course, they agree <laughs> to it. Ryan. Okay, let's just let's just tell him exactly what it is. <laughs> and Mark has put this on his TikTok, so I am not I'm not breaching any any level of trust here. Okay. Okay, this I is, can't even. This like, is fair game. My mind is going to all all the corners of this could be the dirtiest thing. This could be racist. This could be. I don't know. Just keep all right. Keep going. Bro, this problematic. is the this is the abyss of the human spirit. Okay, this is the darkest reaches of the human soul. Mark does this. He has a high-powered flashlight. It vibrates. It does everything for him. What he likes to do, he likes to 
use the flashlight, put porn on his iPad, drink beer, and then turn on and play Call of Duty Warzone while his flashlight sucks him <laughs> off and he has porn <laughs> on the iPad right next to him. Mark's a fucking genius. Bro, bro. Mark okay, is living I mean, in the year 3030. We are the, we do not deserve Mark, really. Okay. That is a great reaction because um Tyler calls it the ritual. Mark literally calls it the <laughs> the machine. <laughs> Thor <laughs> Thor and I are fucked up by it. Uh I think it's like some I I think it's like some Levitico shit. Thor says Mark is MK Ultraing himself. <laughs> <laughs> we we think we think he's I. The reason why we haven't told him to stop is that if he stops, we think he's gonna do a mass shooting. So. We're terrified of it, but I'm curious. I'm interested. No, Mark. This is not a mass shooting. Mark is a hero. Mark is a true American hero. Mark, do not stop this. Mark, get yourself an IV and never leave that seat. Just change the IV out. Get your your liquid and your your vitamins dripping into your system and never never leave that room again okay oh my god I, we, this is the official gofundme starter for mark to never leave his room just and... a he's just a dude rocking man playing warzone all right there's there's a bit of a part two here this little this little gnome calls me um calls me yesterday because Mark and I work for the same company. He's like, hey, man, I got a work question. I'm like, I'm off, but, you know, ask me away. And he asked me a question about a customer. And I'm like, okay. And then he's like, oh, and another thing. And I'm like, uh, what? He's like, I heard you've been talking about the machine. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know about the machine. He's like, you know, it's not as bad as Tyler and Thor making sound. <laughs> and then for 20 minutes... Defends the use of it to me. <laughs> oh my god. I appreciate he's defending it as if it's a sentient being. Like it has <laughs> feelings. Like do not, don't talk about it like, like it doesn't like it oh, when you talk god. about it like that. Dude. What were his defenses? Like what um, were his uh, counterpoints? Uh, you know, not gonna lie, they're rock solid. Um <laughs> <laughs> Mark's in the process of this defending it, and I cut him off. I'm like, Mark, is this you or the machine talking? He's like, I honestly don't know. <laughs> this little fucker. Um, I, imagine you, if this is how the Matrix starts, where it's just like Mark taking you to be like, <laughs> this is how you plug into the Matrix, and you're like, ah, 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 I don't know. I, I, I cannot be the one. Uh, the machines run on cum. <laughs> he, uh, when he's defending it to me, I cut him off again. I'm like, I need to know right now, when's the last time you used it? And he's like, oh, you know, like, and he, he keeps evading it. I'm like, Mark, Mark, I need to know how often you're using this. When's the last time? I need to know if this is a joke or not. And he's like... I did it a, a little bit ago. I'm like, oh my god, it's real! <laughs> this wasn't just a one-off. And I'm like, where do you... When you're playing... Because I've seen his bedroom. He doesn't have a chair in there. And I'm like, Mark, how do you do this? Like, where do you sit? He's like, I sit on the ground. <laughs> he has a wood floor. He has a wood fucking okay. floor. We need to and get him a screen. I think I've done a 180. Yeah. He's got his bare tape on the balls floor. on this wooden floor. Oh no, no, absolutely not. I, you know, I, I I was starting to come around to Ryan's uh, point of view on this, but no, this is that that's evil. That's that's disgusting. <laughs> so, well, this is where I was like uh, being Team Mark here, like Ryan here. I'm like Mark, we need to get you a computer chair. We need to get you some kind of mechanism that, like, you could... It's like pulling It's like pulling an emergency brake, and that fucking flashlight shoots up, and then you just plop it right in there, and then you just go to town on it. But, oh my god. <clears throat> that... 
Tyler and Thor tell us all this with two other complete strangers in the car, and it is <laughs> the funniest shit. And like, I knew <clears throat> Brad, Brad who went with us said, uh, you know, after um, after the car broke down, he's like, you know what? We're never forgonna, gonna forget this because every road trip or every you know out of town adventure or every baseball game you go to, <laughs> something fucked up happens or something unique happens, and you just never forget it. I'm like. Brad, the car is the thing that you're not going to forget, not the fact that our friend is doing a CIA fucking psyop fucking sex act on himself. No, I think I think no one will ever forget that. I will remember the machine. <laughs> oh, I was oh my there. god. Oh, it is um we got to have Mark on to talk about it. He has it on his TikTok and I will send it to you. Um he put it on TikTok. He put it on TikTok, Ryan. All these Zoomers so are going to be like, this is the future. They're going to be like... They're going to look at it as like the aliens look at the claw in Toy Story. Like, the machine. Yeah. He is so... Western culture is rubbed off. He is so unashamed for, for something he should be ashamed of. <laughs> anyway... Shout out, shout, shout out to Mark for being a dude's rock. Yeah, I mean, ultimate <laughs> innovator, hero of the week, Mark. Hero, hero of the week, right there. You get a hero sandwich from Firehouse Subs when you use the promo code The Machine. Make sure you check that out. Worst fans, Firehouse Subs, The Machine. I, I think this episode should be called The Machine so people think we're talking about Albert <laughs> yeah. Bulls. Yeah, we're talking. Oh, another Burt Kreischer thing. Fuck. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my God. Well, speaking of Burt, he has that thing about the Mickey Mantle gene. You know how he's got, like, his whole, like, yeah, I can drink, like, uh, you know, 18 beers and run a, you know, a marathon the next day. And I, you know, he's a fucking lunatic. Yeah. Um, so that always, whenever Nick would say like, uh, Dylan Carlson's going to be the next Mickey Mantle. I was just like, <laughs> holy shit. Is Nick or Bert in, in a way? He, he, I, like, he's not mean enough. Like Bert isn't. Nick has got that in spades. But. Nah, I got I got to defend Nico here. Nick's been uh, Nick's right about a lot of shit. Believe it or not, he has some outlandish things that I think we can all make fun of him for. But the the dude nailed it on the cards being as good as they were. Um, he uh, he nailed it on my boy Osmani Grandal eating complete dog asshole. Uh, <laughs> he nailed it on the Amy corn dog asshole. Amy corn dog asshole. <laughs> and he 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 nailed. He absolutely. And I I don't know if he nailed it or if it's just dumb fuck luck. But he nailed Albert's resurgence and Albert and what Albert has done for this team. He fucking he he like Albert Pools knocked it out of the park. So he has those Burt qualities, but he's like a, a version of Burt um, that isn't like like uh, definitionally legally retarded. That is that is yeah. Nick, Nick. It's not a crime. It's not a. It's like it being mean to Burt in any sense. I think is a hate crime. And whereas being being mean to Nick is, I mean, I guess it's a hate crime too. But like, I think all Italians are animals. <laughs> so. <laughs> Well, yeah, you even got to hear my dad say uh, some cool words today on the phone about the Italians. Yeah, Ryan. Um, Just waxing Josh's poetic. Dad, dude, his, <laughs> I think, you know, like, you know, you remember how, like, uh, we really liked that. You, were, you and I were talking about how that uh, I think you should leave sketch. Where it's the, you know, do any of these fuckers jump out of the fucking wall and just play a big messy shit? And, like... Your analysis of why it is so funny is the end where he gets in the car with his mom and he's like a guy or a kid like in school that just discovered curse words for the first time <laughs> and then realized people don't like it that much. And like, I thought, Josh, I got the vibe that that, that old Tim here was doing the same thing. <laughs> he was just trying to be cool. He was just trying to be cool. Because he's like, I'm going to go no. see Randy Rainbow, and I don't know who that is, 
But Josh, would you like to tell the audience who Randy Rainbow is? You know, I'm uh, actually not an expert on uh, Mr. Randy Rainbow. I do know that he does he sings songs, uh, but he's got a leftist uh, perspective. Based. So he, he sings catchy, yeah. Supposedly your, catchy songs. Your dad's going to see him. Yeah. Um, yeah, my dad's apparently got front row seats and backstage passes. Although that might have been bullshit because he's cheap. So <laughs> also, um, if you look at a photo of Randy Rainbow, it is clearly the gayest man alive. <laughs> <laughs> I need to look like, Randy like imagine Rainbow Randy now. from Say Yes. <laughs> it's Randy from Say Yes to the Dress with even brighter eyes and even more like just the neatest hair. Just like totally. There's not a fucking. Um, extra hair hanging off. It is a slick. He's like a fucking shark. <laughs> He's, that. He was a real piece of shit, is what you're telling me. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I've, yeah, I've a, never seen this guy in my life, but good for, good for him. Good for my him, dad for loves him. <laughs> <laughs> fucking so, Josh. Josh has his dad on. He's get and Josh is just giving his just busting his dad's balls. And uh, I can't remember what comes up, but we're, we were just we just started giving it to his dad both barrels. Be like, uh, Tim, you're gay. You can say like pretty much all the slurs. He's like, Yeah, wop and tango. He just starts saying no. Italian slurs. <laughs> he said dago first, and then I and then I was like, and then and then I was like, Okay, okay. well, what about uh, you know, a guinea or wop? What about those two? And, He's just like, yeah, you, you know, I got to I think he said something about matching the energy of our podcast. So he's heard me talk about it enough to where we're just like, yeah, there's just blatant. Uh, I don't even know what you would call that form of racism. Uh, we were trying to peer pressure. Yeah, peer pressure. Yeah. We're trying. We're peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> we fucking bully your 50 year old dad. <laughs> Say it slurs. We uh, we're trying to we're trying to get him to say something worse, and so we're like, yeah, just say this, Tim. Why can't you say Fanook? Yeah, you can say you can say all of the slurs, and he's like, yeah, I could, I could say that. I'm like, come on, Tim, don't you want? To? <laughs> like we're saying it with like, come on, Tim, don't you want to sit at the cool kids table? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you're filming it, and you're like, we're gonna post this on the internet. We're gonna we're gonna fucking get him canceled from whatever school he's at. Fucker, yeah. it was very funny. Dad, Josh's dad's a sweet man, so yeah. Well, I hope he yeah. enjoys this. Randy Rainbow sounded like a Randy Marsh character. Like, like <laughs> when you said it to me, I like he's like I've tricked these liberals into paying me money to sing songs about. Well. <laughs> I am Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I am Rainbow. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, Tom, you do bring up a great point about my dad seeming like he's just learning how to curse. Because even as a kid, he'd be, like, so pissed off in the car if someone really cut him off. And he'd be like, fuck a duck. Like, fuck a duck was always his, like, go-to. Um, and then, you know, I learned phrases like, Jiminy Christ or Christo, or whatever the fuck you say. Jiminy Crisco. Uh, Jimmy Cricket, know. yeah. No, not Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, Jiminy Crisco. Oh my God! I think we'll say that instead of Joseph. like saying <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like yeah, yeah. I would do that when I was in high school and I was going through this born again Christian phase, and like I would think of like wait, like yeah, like uh, Jesus Crust is what I would say instead of Jesus Christ, and then everyone Jesus would look Crust. Like, yeah, and then every 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 girl in my grade would look at me and be like, "You're we'll never fuck you in your whole lifetime. <laughs> you <you're, laughs> you you sir will remain maidenless until you're 20." <laughs> so, I didn't want to upset what God. Do I would say, "Oh my gosh," I would say, "Jesus Christ." Um, I would write like little gay parody songs from like mainstream songs and turn them all Christiany. It was. It was bad. It was bad. You were Weird Al Yankovic for Christian rock. Yeah, for uh, for for lonely for lonely dudes. That's what it was. Yeah. For for uh, guys who might shoot up a school or a mosque. That's what I was for. So. Yeah, but that, it's a your like Mambo number story. five. It's more like Apostle number five. Apostle number five. One, two, three, four, five. 
all the apostles are dead, but Christ is alive. Something dumb. <laughs> Yo, it's me, DJ Doubting Thomas. <laughs> Don't let me around your kids. So, it was Jiminy good. Jiminy Cristo. Jiminy Cristo. Monte Cristo. It would have been nice, though, if we got Ryan to the game, because uh, we were in full troll mode the entire time. Uh, screaming, yeah. get him out of here. And and our owner could beat up your owner, stuff like that. We we did you can't it on the, skip lunch. You can't skip. We were screaming. <laughs> um, I think you should leave quotes. So you you would have probably enjoyed some of that. So you know, here comes what a you, big what are you wave. Saying? They're saying coffin flop is not a real show. <laughs> they just think I'm just some dumb hick. <laughs> we didn't get in trouble for saying the f word though. Um, Dexter Fowler. You can't say Dexter Fowler at the stadium. <laughs> they hate that. Fowler. <laughs> we said like a bunch of horrible shit that time you and I went, but it was funny that someone came over after. What was the context that you screamed Dexter Fowler on? Was it Let's Go Brother, Fowler? I was 15 Bud Lights in at that point. I have no <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we got fed after midnight on that one. <laughs> but yeah, just some old usher coming up, like, uh, guys, you can't say the F word, and we're just like, we Fowler? And like, yeah, he's black. We can't be saying that, you know. But I remember looking to that get up because we we had been talking to that guy next to us, and I remember like at that point, like looking, like being like, am I say like I leaned, I was like, am I cursing that much? And I looked down the row, and he had like eight kids with them that were all under the age of eight. And I was like, maybe, I, maybe he's the one who has been complaining. Those two loud, uh, those two loud goblin boys behind us won't stop swearing. You need to say something to them. I also feel like because like we were we were in good seats, and we were also very near, um, like one of the radio stations. Yeah, I think they were like. Oh. <laughs> we uh, we we were like um yeah like Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman we were a bunch of tramps living in high society so uh, yeah we were we were we were definitely outside <laughs> we were definitely uh not uh we were definitely uh, in first class when we should have been in the luggage compartment so yeah. it was good you know we always have fun so all right we learned about the machine. Put a put a nail in the coffin. Put a little, put a little cap on the gasket, unlike a certain auto center uh, uh, on this. So now we can we can talk about baseball, fellas. You know, what's uh, yeah. what's going what's going on baseball wise? Burleson's up covering for uh, for for Dilly Dog, who is taking ten days off to uh, go and uh, heal up a strained thumb. Uh, they think it's probably why. He's performing so, uh, having such a rough August that he had. But um, I, yeah, I just no. think it's good for some of these young guys. It's like, yeah, just just go down that, go down to Memphis, get right, and come back and be ready for the postseason. Like, right? It'll be, it'll uh, be good for him. Yeah. Hudson came and out away from a from a complete game shutty down in Memphis. <laughs> so, <Man>. Nick's <laughs> Nick's just loving that. Uh, some guys got DFA'd and picked off waivers. Uh, Fernandez, Junior Fernandez, who I always really liked, but I felt like yeah, it uh, bums me out. Yeah, I, I, and, you know, it's relievers; they're pretty, pretty expendable. But I always saw Junior had uh, had some pretty good stuff. Uh, he got picked up by the Pirates. Um, so Pirates, uh, what they got? Yeah, Johan Oviedo. No, is that is it? Yeah, Oviedo's with the Pirates, right? Yeah, am I having a brain yeah. fart? It would, yeah, two we got. He's part of the Quintana. Yeah, two. it yeah. would be funny if, in an alternate world where Devil Magic reverses itself and it comes down to the last game of the year, and Oviedo and Fernandez combine for a like shutout to deny us something in the postseason. That would be cruel, in a funny in a cruel sense. But luckily, the Pirates are awful, and uh, I think. The Brewers have shapped themselves completely out of the playoff race at this point. They are reeling, my dudes. Like uh, they lost today too to the Rockies. They lost today, eight to four. It is 
Whoo, man. Now, again, this is a, this, you know, Nick's a little genius. Nick picked the cards to win the division and run away with it, and I thought we would take a wild card spot, maybe win 88 to 90 games. I thought it would come down in the last couple weeks uh, between us and Milwaukee, but um, don't have to worry about anything. Milwaukee's only seven games over. Um, they are just shitting themselves. Since uh, the start of August, they are 14 and 19. So, I... Guess Josh Hader was that important to this club. <laughs> I I mean yeah, I don't I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't I think the the bummer and like I hate the Brewers, hate it all, but I, I like to see good baseball. And it's Christian Yelich is just not the same player anymore. And I yeah. think that's really and after that they don't really have a star. Willie Adamas is fine, but they don't they needed Yelich to be you know, three years ago, Yelich, and he's just this back oh, injury better yet, caught up to him. Even you know, I don't, I don't even think they need him to be MVP. I think they need him to be like uh, Miami Yelich, like because even Miami Yelich was posting like mid eight hundreds OPS, but this guy, you know, he's got an above With average like twenty twenty. Right? Yeah, like he's got a, a you know above average league OPS plus. He hit that. 800 foot bomb in Colorado, but like, who gives a shit? Here, I'm looking at him now. Yelich has got a decent on base percentage, but you know he's got no slugging, man. So that hey, you're on base, dude. But you know, 12 homers, 19 doubles, that ain't gonna do it, man. And it's uh, yeah. And how the fuck do you not hit more than that at Miller Park? At or Miller Park, the right? Fuck it's called now. Like yeah. So the Brewers actually got like some like way more offensive output down the stretch last year. They were strictly pitching got them in because uh, their offense was severely lacking. But this year, I mean, they got three 20-homer guys in Adamas, Telez, and Renfro, and those guys might hit 30. You know, they've been, I would say, offensively pretty, you know, fairly decent. I think they're sixth in the NL, I think, in runs scored. It's just, man, their bullpen has fallen apart. They've fallen apart down the stretch. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're starting it, starters aren't quite as sharp as they were. I mean, they had some missed time, especially from uh, Peralta. It's, you know, it's just been, it's, 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 you know, it's just one of those years, I guess, where just things just start going wrong at the absolute worst time. Because, you know, they, um, I, I'm, I'm still, I wouldn't say taken aback, but just uh, surprised that they fell apart this badly. In, in August and September so far. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I, Poverty franchise. Poverty fucking I remember franchise. I play a lot of fantasy baseball, and I remember at the beginning of the season a lot of people being weary or wary of drafting Milwaukee players, especially like Yelich. People like the Dames, but people were like, it's a, it's a high mm-hmm. risk, and... Sometimes trust like those guys that like the fantasy baseball experts. They look at numbers that nobody's looking at, and they they weren't super yeah. high. But like the rest of like the normal people who pick like power rankings, like normal baseball was all high on the the Brewers. But those guys love the pitching, but did not like the offense. And I think that's kind of how it's panned out. Yeah, it's been like it. Here, let me pull up fan graphs and see where they rank. Um, unlike OPS as a team. Um, the big thing that I, I honestly should write a piece about the Brewers shitting their pants. Uh, I wrote one today on the Mets and the Yankees analyzing that because if there's one thing I think baseball fans all enjoyed is a little schadenfreude when it comes to New York sports teams. And the Mets and the Yankees – the Mets are shitting their pants, uh, but not at the rate the Yankees are. The Mets have played, like, very decent ball the last two months. It's just the Braves, 14-game winning streak in June. That was the Mets' worst m- month of the season. And they have basically matched the record that the Mets have matched uh, in, in July and August. Um, their, their collapse is not really a collapse, but more of the Braves are really fucking good. But the Yankees, hot damn, fellas. The Yankees absolutely are just dog shit uh, the last few months. It has been, if you're a baseball fan, 
you probably have noticed, and it's probably made you happy. I would I would guess. Right? Everyone happy with that? Yeah. 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 Uh, Mets more so than the Yanks. <laughs> so. Here I got Milwaukee up. Yeah. They're tenth in the league in league OPS, and Cardinals are third. And we've had I think the highest OPS since uh, since July. Like, it's just I don't know. Like I need I. I'll probably write it. I'll probably write some on it. I I'm gonna probably bet it's just Milwaukee's bullpen really is just kind of not as strong as it used to, and I'm gonna probably bet timely hitting. It's it's a mystery. Like they're getting beat by really bad teams, and you know, I, I you might as well you, you know anything can happen obviously, but like you may as well wrap up the division for us. Our schedule's so weak going out. Uh, they have. The Giants, who are under 500, but not a bad team. Then they have us, the Yankees, the Mets. Like, they have the Yankees and Mets. You you know, we just dunked on, but, like, their Brewers are also collapsing. Those are going to be six hard games for them. <laughs> then uh, the Reds, us, Miami, and Arizona. So they have, you know, uh, four or five series against uh, really competitive teams still. Like, it's it, – I, I, yeah. I think Milwaukee's done at this point. Yeah, I think we're going to be like 10 to 15 games over by this time next week. Yeah. Um, you know, we we dropped that first game against the Nationals. It's always a bummer. But, I mean, we responded well last night. Gorman, uh, you know, showing that, you know, he's a, you know, got to enjoy the streaky feast or famine of a player. But, you know, he had another tank. Uh, he's got uh, 14 right now. Really, he's having a really good season for uh, for getting called up. Um, but you know, depending what goes tonight, which are we still scoreless, Josh? Zero zero. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, if we can take two or three here from the Nats, I mean, you know, it's such a cakewalk for us from here on out. We're, uh, you know, we. Uh, if anyone panicked, I think at the at the midpoint of the season, I think you know should take a step back next time and be like, hey, you know. We played like the heart. We got the hardest part of the season done. You know, now we got this. Now we got the soft part. And I think we kind of fell into it, but it was before the trades, more or less, because we were playing bad baseball and we were super annoyed that we our two best players were fucking anti-vaxxers. But um, how is speaking of the schedule though? But next year the schedule will be different, right? We're not yeah, going to yeah. play our in division as much, and we're going to play more. We're going to play everyone, so we'll play more. Yeah, let me pull it up. To your teams. St. Louis. I don't know. I, I assume we're just playing our division less than we normally do because if they're going to try to fit every. Yeah, team usually in. they. Um, usually you play your division uh, about 19 times. You play an odd number because it's a, a division. It's a tiebreaker on it. But we start yeah. next season playing Toronto and Atlanta at home. Uh, let me count here. Uh, one, three. Six, because if it's the same for one division rival, it's the same for all of them. Ten, hmm, thirteen. Yeah, we pay the we play our division rivals uh, only thirteen times next year. So we're gonna have three games against Seattle. We got a four game. We'll probably have like more interleague games, I would assume. And yeah. probably so yeah, because we'll play everyone else seven times, which is about normal. We just get a few more interleague games in, is what it is. Yeah. So that's what eighteen less games against the Brewers are the Cubs, yeah, Reds, uh, Pirates. That's uh, eight, I mean, that's essentially like what you can count that as twelve to fourteen wins usually. That's, that's man, uh, I. So after that Brave series, I tallied up how we did against like the the bottom feeders in our division. We've basically owned them. Um, we are against the bottom three in our division. Um, let me look here. Uh, Thirty and thirteen against the Cubs, Reds, Damn. and Pirates. Yeah, we got like six or seven games left with the Pirates. Actually, nine games. I think we got nine fucking games left with the Pirates. Let me look. <laughs> three. Yeah, we got them after Washington. Three against them. Yeah, and then we have fucking six at the end of the season. Eighty percent. That's I really seven wins there. <laughs> it it would be so awesome to go to that last game um, at the Pirates. 
You guys want to go get shit housed? It's a it's a Wednesday. I don't know. It's just. Oh, Ryan, you can skip your job, buddy. Dude, I'm pretty sure those tickets are gonna be hell expensive if it's like they the last they weren't game. the last time I checked, but that was like a couple weeks ago. It's the last Cardinals game. Even standing room only isn't like the hundred dollars. Like the last home game. Is oh like man! Oh okay. Man, we should go and do it but right, yeah. boys. Nachos, hot dogs, four beers apiece, just like just like Tony Larusa would want us to. <laughs> but, Drive uh, back that night. <laughs> Let me look at something here. Our uh, offense been awesome. It's been a this season has been a fucking roller coaster. That's for sure. Uh, uh, yeah. A lot of emotions ever <laughs> for this season, but uh, you know it's Devil Magic. Well, I've been meaning to actually trace this. Did we talk about this on one of the pods? When when did Devil Magic start? I've been meaning to trace this and 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 and, and dictate the history of Devil Magic with with the Cardinals. What did we say? I think it was? we talked. We, like we talked about it. Yeah, I think we were determining like when it started happening but i think the term or like the phrase was coined around like 2012 right yeah but like there's been more devil magic moments before 2012 like there's there were moments that preceded the the phrase being born yeah it's like a yeah i th- i think of the 06 world series with detroit and all the fucking errors they had like that was straight up devil magic David Eckstein being World Series MVP just night after night, killing it. Yeah. Yeah. That was Devil Magic. I think 06 definitely is when Devil Magic became what, it, when it emerged, it's it's fre- it's feathery, fucking leathery, chewed up skin face. Like when That's when <laughs> Fred Bird conjured the spirits. I think it's in 2006. And then it just perfected itself in 11 and 12. So... What a goof. And I think it it really started more as like an insult from other teams. And then I feel like in the past few years, Cardinals fans have just started owning it, like wearing it as a badge of honor. Yeah, like it is like a sense of comfort, I think. Like whenever the second half it starts, I'm like, all right, I'm like, all right, devil magic's gonna kick in. Shit's gonna shit's gonna break our like Things that are beyond my control and the other team's control and all of baseball's control, like the the devil's always signs his work, and uh, this is when it's going to kick in. Like the seventeen game winning streak, devil magic. We play us playing like fifty games in 30, 38 days or some shit in the COVID year. Devil magic. Fucking Mike Child almost worked out devil magic when he came on after Matheny got fired. He willed the team like within a game or two, and then we fucked up the last yeah. week. Devil magic still. Like 17 game winning streak last year. Yep, that oh. shit. Devil. devil. That is as devil fucking magic as you get. Like John Lester, J.A. Happ, and, and uh, Wade LeBlanc <laughs> are your fucking, are your buoys. For Christ. They're your water wings, and you—they're getting red jackets off. next year, man. They are. Yeah, they are. They—they're gonna get a fucking statue built of them, as they should. <laughs> like, look. I like, think half the, like half the fan base would like would be like, oh, whatever. John Lester's getting a red jacket, but the other half would be like, you know, murdering themselves on. Clark Street. Like, it would just not be... Wade LeBlanc? It's like a -A Make-A-Wish Foundation? (laughs) Like, so, like, let's look at, like, last year's Devil Magic, all right? Uh, We're looking at September 10th is our last loss before, you know, September 28th. We are 71 and 69, okay? Let's notate that, all right? I always think, like, Devil Magic always comes at like immense expense of another team like when you think of 2011 you think of the braves when you think of 2012 you think oh, of the that's braves gone. <laughs> fuck yeah you think of, go, you think go of the motherfucking big braves. Back land. <laughs> like hold on let me find this um yeah oh, just wait are you ahead of me, of me? You said Goldie did something. Oh, it... did we get a score, jo- yeah. Josh? Did we get a score, buddy? Yeah, I fucking said it thirty seconds ago. Oh my fucking god, Paul Josh just hit a dinger. 
the Big Mac land. He hit a ding you dong. You must be. You're he like a, a minute ahead of me, I guess. Are you streaming as well? Yeah. Oh, I see it. It's going. Going. Oh, yeah, there it is. Man, he's Boom. good. Someone should give him an MVP. He's like All right. 50 years old, but... So, I got the post-dispatch pulled up from the day when the streak started. All right. And here's how the wild card shapes up. How many uh, How many wild cards were they taking in 2021? Was it two? Was it still the two? Play-in yeah, game? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Dodgers and Cardinals got it. Okay. So... Your, some devil magic shit going on here. Uh, Cincinnati's ahead of us with 75 and 67 record. We're 71 and 69. Uh, the Phillies are right next to us at 71 and 70. The Mets, who always collapse, 71 and 71. And then the Padres, 74 and 66. And the Padres are supposed to gobble up that last spot. And then also, Biden, something I haven't thought of is how devil magic made the Cincinnati Reds sell their entire team in the offseason. <laughs> They were just yeah, like, you know what? Good fucking <laughs> we <team>. tried it. <laughs> the Reds had a, a good, good fucking run. team that year. I don't... Uh, fucking poverty franchise. Okay, and then let's leap all the way to October 3rd. Because we're all about pain here. October 4th right here. Pull up that main edition. Let's go to the sports. And then see where the standings are afterwards. Also, such a oh. big man like Goldie should not drink a tiny water bottle. No, he should. He was just <laughs> drinking a little water, but it's like, no, you get get that man a man-sized water bottle. It is. Last year, go drink a bottle of yourself. We finish eight games ahead of the Phillies, thirteen games ahead of the Mets, seven ahead of Cincy, and eleven ahead of the Padres. We won that wild card slot. Handedly, Devil Magic lay a fucking. It just laid waste to the rest of the National League on that. It's incredible, incredible our dumb fucking luck we've always had like as an organization. Just sure, just incredible. You know what I love about the standings this year? How what is Tampa it? Bay, Tampa Bay, Seattle, and Baltimore can all make the wild card. That would be the most baseball thing to ever happen. And I, I'm rooting for that. You know, I'm rooting for the Rays to uh, take the division from the Yankees now. Were they five games back? Yankees are up four and a half on them now after being up 15. And I feel like it's destiny that they just have some, some immense collapse that they have to sell the team to us. Like, it's going to be that bad for him. Like, if we, we get were IKF and he becomes a perennial all star. Dude, what we would do is we would roid IKF up, is what is what we would do as owners. We would be like, take these drugs. We'll know he gets suspended, but you'll be fucking good in that time. We'll double your war production in 80 games before they give you a sussy. We're going to get rid of the stupid facial hair rule because George Steinbrunner is dead and he sucks. So we're getting rid of that shit. Um, he fucking sucks. He fucking sucks. <laughs> we're, also, we're also limiting the number of New Yorkers that can come to the game. Only half the stadium is allowed to have New Yorkers. The other half can be anyone else, and we, pref- we would prefer it that way. But unfortunately, we got to be able to pay these players' salaries. So half New Yorkers, we will literally cut the stadium in half on where we're going to sit the New Yorkers compared to everyone else. And uh, It's like Escape from New York. Like we cage them in. <laughs> it's just like yeah, well, they have the Battle Royale inside that Tom? cage. <laughs> <laughs> Snake Pliskin. <laughs> Let's see Corey Dickerson get a knock. Dickerson's been great. I love baseball. Baseball's so fun. He's so fun. What do you think it would be like to hanging out with Paul Goldschmidt for a day? You just play on his fucking game, on his TV thing. His little VR. His little VR You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Do you think he drinks beer? Just do that for eight hours. I I feel like he's a a Coors Light guy. He's a light beer guy. 
yeah. yeah. It's like when I saw Wayno and Yachty with Bud Lights at a Blues game. I'm like, hell yeah, they're cool. They're finally cool to me. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, they love Jesus and shit like that. Uh, oh, hey, they're drinking some Bud Lights. Whatever. Yeah, let's do it. I could probably have a brewski with them. I like. I think yeah. Goldie either I think I, doesn't I, drink or he's a Bud Light guy or Coors Light guy. And I also feel like he's a guy that's like, hey man, I just got this great bourbon. You want to try this Bullet Bourbon? Yes. Like, like, <laughs> oh. Yeah, shot, I had Bullet Bourbon before. Shot shoot it at uh, shot shoot it at fucking Josh there. Because <laughs> I bought some. Yeah. yeah. You also got a banana whiskey that's really good um, with the old fashioned. Howlerhead? Yeah, yeah, some good shit. It is good. It sucks half the bottle got wasted because it was on its side. Yeah, like it does. It's got one of those stupid, like, it, just shitty corks. <laughs> like, like, we get it. Yeah, it's a cork, but it doesn't do its job. It's just like, meh. Corking it up. Ooh, Dickerson might be safe on that. Ooh. I think he was. He did a little uh, rope a dope. Yeah, I did a little Mike, Mike Trout there. So. O'Neal's batting now, so yeah, I, I thought he looked it. safe. Yeah. Oh, man, we need to get – God, if Tyler O'Neal can just get hot and just maintain his hot – I mean, he's always hot, but he can just maintain he's it. He's been doing it lately. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, just get sexy. Oh, Ryan, Ooh. that bomb he had against the Cubs we saw live, holy shit, instant no-doubter. Instant. Yeah, just absolute mammoth strength from the guy's got man witch strength, man witch strength. That's for damn sure. So. He's a big boy. He's a big. He's a house libertarian. He's a house. Who do you think be the lamest cardinal to hang out with? Jordan Hicks. <laughs> There's no hesitation <laughs> from me on that. Yeah. No, he'll be like, oh, I gotta go check my blood sugar. Oh, oh Jesus Christ! Uh, <laughs> okay, this is diabetic. <laughs> it killed yeah. that killed Ron Santo, you monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but he. Uh, no, I just think he would suck. I don't think he'd be any fun. I think he'd be one of those guys who's like checking stocks when you're out at a bar together. It's just like, dude, the market closed five hours ago. What are you checking? Uh, like you, you know. Yeah, Jordan Hicks looks like a guy who'd be into crypto. So, who do you think would be the lamest dude to hang out with, Ryan, on this team? On this team right now? Yeah, dude. I mean, probably DeYoung. DeYoung doesn't have much to say. <laughs> yeah, DeYoung's the kind of guy who uh, he wants to go to a rodeo. That's what he would be. He's like, y'all have the Saxton rodeo down there, right? Let's go get a beer. Let's go watch the bowl. Oh, uh, shit. This reminds me. I have uh, free tickets to a demolition derby in Cape. If uh, oh, hell either yeah. you lads want to wanna see some metal get crushed. Hell yeah. Give me that metal. We should do that. And, and like, uh, we should do that, but be I like. Uh, we want to go. <laughs> we should do that, but be car activists. Be like, treat. Car lives matter. <laughs> some sh- crazy shit like that. Car- God, why do they have Nikki Glazier? for the speak for st louis is it that bad like should we really have a comic should we have a comic being like come to st louis it's beautiful (laughs) i think she's she's got like a level of national fame now like she's oh she has it's a reality show yeah um i think the i know i don't know she would the lamest be i would love to get drunk with stubby clap that's who i would love Oh. Keith oh, Ezra Clapp. He'd want to wrestle. You like he'd, get three fireballs in, and he's ready to fucking fight. Yeah, him. no, Ryan. He would be what we made the Mike Schill Twitter account. I feel like I. I figure if we got <laughs> if we got drunk with him, he's going to start talking about King of Queens, how he can fucking arm wrestle Mad Dog, how he picks up Holly every day with it. <laughs> you, you know how like you go to some old men's like when you hang out with some like dads. And they don't sit down the entire time you're partying. Like he's yeah. like he'll be like, "Oh, come come check out this. I got this in the garage. Come check out. Yeah, come right. Yeah, compressor. come see my man cave." And you're like, <laughs> you're like, "Okay." And like he just like has some trick with the compressor that like blows your shorts off that he loves to do or something. I don't know. 
Yeah, yeah, he's like, come check this out. It's a 70-inch plasma TV. I got it, I got it on clearance at Best Buy 20 years ago. Yeah. He has, like, he calls it a guitar collection, but he has three guitars. <laughs> and they're not even, like, brands you've heard of. It's, like, <laughs> Ample Head. What? Yeah, what is an Ample Head guitar? I've never heard of that. <laughs> I, look at what I got here. I got myself a Daytona. I've never heard of that it's a knockoff of yamaha i have vaguely heard of yamaha which is like a knockoff of martin oh okay so we're three layers deep three layers they only made it for one year (laughs) sounds like shit but it looks (laughs) cool i haven't i haven't i haven't fucking straightened the neck out at all i tell you what this guitar still sounds beautiful would you like to pick up and strum on my delta i have a delta guitar (laughs) that i took from a buddy it's a Piece of shit, but I love it. <laughs> so. He also yeah. makes like jalapeno poppers wrapped in bacon on his smoker. And he's, like, never had this oh, yeah. He smokes cheese he on it. This is that like Uncle Cracker. You know that like Uncle Cracker seasoning? That one yeah. like Cajun guy? Yeah, he just uses that or he uses that Dano shit and just won't stop talking about it the entire time. How them, how my little, how my little jalapeno bites, boys? You liking that? Puts Pete Alonzo on his ass. I'm drunk and food's good. <laughs> yum, yum, get you some. Yum, yum, get you some. <laughs> <laughs> I put one of these in Pete Alonzo, and that's what knocked him down. <laughs> He's a, I tell you what, that old boy, he calls him an old boy. <laughs> <laughs> that old boy, old son. that old boy, he's big as a polar bear. But I tell you what, he got he got the ankle strength, uh, ankle strength of a cripple in stilts. I tell you what, he <laughs> had old Stubby sweep the leg and take him down. So Stubby Clap runs a bunch of like uh, in the off season, like a bunch of camps, and I think it would be very funny to sign up as if we were twelve years old and just show up. <laughs> Wear, we need to wear, improve our game. Wear shirts that are too small for us. Yeah. Bill, you can't tell me I'm not 12 years old, Stubby. <laughs> Come on, Stubby. You want to take this outside? <laughs> Let's fight. That's our whole thing is to just get him to beat us up. That's all we want to do. We all wear Alonzo jerseys. and. <laughs> Yo, Stubby. Where'd you get the nickname Stubby? Your wife? <laughs> oh, Stub, fucking Stubby. What a stupid ass name. Oh my god, that's our goal is to go to one of his camps and have him beat us up in front of a bunch of children. That'd be perfect. <laughs> I should wear my ump gear underneath it and throw him out. I'll be like, that's it, Stubby. You're out of here. <laughs> yeah, what if you're the referee and then me and Ryan are just like tag teaming him and Stubby is just like RKOing us. <laughs> Conveniently placed tables and drywall everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All his bats that he's showing the kids are wrapped in barbed wire. Mm-hmm. And then he just starts giving a camp on how to kick ass. <laughs> That's all he does. <laughs> Break the wrist, walk away. <laughs> you see here, kids, you just gotta get control of the shoulders and use their momentum to get them over your hip and throw them like this. He throws us through like a, <laughs> through a bunch of fucking like fluorescent bulbs. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, you won't see you know this in Detroit, the majors. The Detroit, uh, whatever the like the the. Self defense guy from Detroit who has like the worst self defense tips yeah. uh, is it, on the internet. Is it like the heavier set black guy? Yeah. With, like the mustache. Just like, yeah, I, know, I know you're talking about. Yeah, it's always like if there's a gun pointed at your temple, you should turn towards like. Uh, yeah, anyway. Detroit survival. I think we should tree. get that for Stubby Clap. Stubby Clap should do the same self defense videos. <laughs> yeah, that's. But for how to like wrestle <laughs> Mets players. Yeah. So this is what it would be like. It'd be like he's like you're out drinking at a bar, and some guy, pull, some fella pulls up on you with a piece. Now, I want you to know, don't panic. You're still in control. What you do is you break that beer bottle, you stab him right in the neck. It's what it is. <laughs> some guy pulls up on you. Don't worry about the the, ch- the felony charge for murder. <laughs> Just tell him your name is Mike Schiltz. <laughs> 
and they'll they'll let her understand. Don't worry about the murder charge. Mad Dog and I will help Billy. <laughs> Some feller, he thinks he's going to... you've already shoot. got an El Camino unlicensed <laughs> waiting in the parking lot full of 15 grand in cash, and you're going to make your way to the southern border. Tell you what, we'll pick you up right out of jail and give you <laughs> give you a 12-pack right there on the spot because you're an American patriot. <laughs> Some guy comes up to you with an AR-15. He's looking to mow you down. Just reach behind you and... Well, look at that. You got your whoop-ass stick. This bat-wrapped in barbard. Throw it at his fucking head. <laughs> and I want you to charge right at the gun. He ain't gonna know what to do. He won't shoot you. Charge directly at the gun. Forehead first. <laughs> and if you headbutt the barrel so hard enough, it'll kick the gun back. For, it'll force a jam. And then you take that gun from him. You release the jam. And then you beat his ass with the gun. Just start beating the shit. And then you pick up your, then you pick up your whoop-ass stick of the gun. You start beating his ass with both the whoop ass stick and the gun till the police arrive and you say that he that he pulled for they drew first on you okay and you just finished the fight that's what you learn and here at, <laughs> at stubby claps stubby fence. claps 12 year old baseball <laughs> <laughs> stubby clap 12 year old baseball defense class you don't start fights Stub- you finish them <laughs> Stubby does seem like the kind of guy who is he's like a Steven Seagal type where he's like he's like yeah I've been a I've been a, a bounty hunter for like 40 years. Oh yeah, I'm a black belt in karate. Um oh yeah, I uh, you know, yeah, I I I used to work with the cartels. I was an undercover DEA agent. Like he just has this wild history. That's that's what I imagine for him. Every fish story you tell, Stubby's got a bigger fish. That's what I think it's like yeah. every time. <laughs> yeah, I caught a I caught a six pound bass. It was a pretty good catch. I got like uh, up at the lake. Oh, really? Because I got me a, a seven pound bass. <laughs> Another guy's like, oh, seven pounds is good. I was down in Florida. I caught me a, a nine pound. I'm like, I meant seven pounds was one of the worst ones I caught that day. The largest I caught. I caught a fifteen mouth big gulping son of a bitch. <laughs> Big Mouth Billy Gash? Yeah, Big Mouth Billy Gash. He said, take me to the river. And I was like, I ain't going to kill Big Pussy. <laughs> take me to the river. Oh, Jesus Christ. That was a good bit. Good stubby clap bit. Just immortalizing the man. So It's a clap in our cheeks. Yeah. Do you think we'll get in one more fight before the season ends? <laughs> fights are pretty much... <laughs> um... You know what? Fights Maybe. are pretty much done, though. I feel like you see less fights in September and October. Like, fights are very much a May-June thing. Yeah, and baseball fights are usually, like, really boring to begin with. The Mariners-Angel one was funny because there was actually some punches thrown. But, you know, yeah. if there is going to be a fight or, you know, just a bencher's clearing, it's going to be against Milwaukee. And... If it's a really close uh, affair in the standings, I would say no. But if we run away with it, I uh, I will probably say there'll be at least one benches clearing incident with that. And then Keith Ezra claps Stubby the Third can dust off dust off his old knuckle dusters <laughs> and, and discipline any wayward first baseman that thinks they can get bout it bout it with his pitching staff. <laughs> It's gonna get Hunter Renfro just. Oh, he just fucking bear hugs him. He, like Stubby gets kicked out of the league because he squeezes Hunter so hard around the waist he paralyzes him. With his fucking <laughs> bear hugging dad strength. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, the biggest fish I caught was six foot one, two hundred twenty five pound right fielder out for for the Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> I snapped his ass in half like a fucking twig. God. He does seem like a guy you could just rip, just completely rip someone in half. Like, oh my god, he's got like, massive forearms, tear, dude. Rip <laughs> the dude. The dude's got massive forearms. He's he's a he's a he's a Popeye man. Stubby claps a Popeye. Yeah. So I know people also we're talking about Stubby clap a lot, but I feel like Jeff Albert could scrap too. Just looking at Jeff, yeah. he looks like a a scrappy. Scrappy fighter. 
He's like the quiet psycho in a in like a action film is what it is. He's Chris Shahirless in Heat. That's what he <laughs> goes out gambling, go gets fucking drunk, and he's shooting people like in a heist. That's what he like. If we had if the coaching staff is members of uh, of characters from Heat. Uh, Jeff Albert's Chris Shahirless. Ollie is clearly uh, Neil McCauley. He's clearly Danny Trejo. Yeah, no, <laughs> stop it. But yeah, obviously he drives he, an El Camino. He is the silent type. That's what I was going with. No, man. you were doing it because mm, tacos. Um, hey, Stubby the, Clap would be t- <laughs> Stubby Stubby Clap would be Tom Sizemore's character. Uh, he would be uh, Shiretti. Um Who would be? Trey Ho, you know, just bring him out every time. Just get Skip Schumacher to do it. <laughs> and then who would be Wayne Grow, who is actually the antagonist of the film? Who would be Wayne Grow? Hmm. See, I feel like that fits Jeff Albert because he's the antagonist to this office. Oh, I thought it was because he's a white supremacist. That's what I thought it was. I, I he do, Jeff Albert doesn't look like a white supremacist. Have you, uh, when's the last time you've seen Heat, Ryan? I'd say 10 years. I watched it very, like, in college. I forgot that Wangro is a Nazi in it. Like, whenever he, like, before he murders a prostitute, he, like, sits up and he's got a big fucking, like, swastika and, like, eagles on that. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. This was like, I wasn't ready for, I wasn't ready for a Nazi in the, in this movie. So, um, no, Brandon Nimmo would be Wangro. It'd be, (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's who it would be uh all right who are we fucking tonight boys oh did we uh this did we uh get any intel on how nick died did we cover that oh yeah uh um, yeah Tom, how did nick uh, die uh it was most tragic um from what my uh from my little birds told me um he uh he died uh, pretty unexpectedly, pretty unsurprisingly, a little bit. Um, he was uh, tracing uh, um, his uh, his Italian roots uh, back to Italy, um, and he was in the Tuscan mountains. He was taking in everything. He was really uh, enjoying his roots, um, so to speak, and then... Um, <clears throat> He was, uh, the fate that befell him is that uh, he had some of the mountain spring water there, and it could have had some ayahuasca, it could have had anything in it, but um, mm. Nick tried to fuck a mountain goat, and it uh, <laughs> trampled him. It uh, crushed his, you know, Nick's not a big guy, he crushed his little boy pelvis, it was horrible. Um, the goat actually ate him, from what I've heard. Like, he ate all of Nick. So, there's nothing left of our boy. He's gone. And, uh, you know, this is for real this time. Nick is dead. We have confirmed it. We've got it. We have it on good sources. That Nick, I know he tried to help Israel when it came to Gaza. That he, you know, got stung by bees. That he got whacked well, by the Nick, mob, but we pr- I forgot about the Gaza one. Yeah, <laughs> well, Nick, you know, he's a little uh, something. Uh, uh, he's he a was, Nazi, but yeah. he's a big fan of Israel. That's that's confusing. Well, I mean, uh, you know, we, you know, guys who like ethno states stick together on ethno states, you know. So, um, ah, you know, Nick's yeah. a confusing guy. You know, he's an interesting guy, but uh, we promise this time he's really dead. You'll never hear from him again. You'll never even hear his name again. Nick is dead. There is nothing you, the audience, can do about it. And he's he, he, he's gone. He's in hell or heaven or Olive Garden. I heard that's like Italian heaven. Or, you know. You're there, your family. Because you're there, your family. But uh, Nick is dead. We're going to pour one out for him. Um, who, are we, who are we fucking tonight? I think I'm fucking biscuit because this cat is looking at me in the the most evil, evil squinted eye little look. Ah. Just not sizing me up, mean mugging me. Oh. Jesus. 
giving you the, the we talk a lot of shit on New York and it, I feel like it's been a long time since this podcast has yeah had a big, uh, fuck the Mets night yeah it's been tradition. a while it's been a while since we've uh, said fuck the Mets we can fuck the Mets um fuck the Mets and fuck the Brewers right yeah, fuck yeah. the Mets and fuck Milwaukee. Hell yeah, dudes. Miller Lite sucks. <laughs> <laughs>